0: hello everybody and welcome to a dry bones ministries special podcast edition on a consecration to saint joseph my name is father adam potter and i am excited that you're here what are we doing here we're here because today starts the beginning of a preparation for a consecration to saint joseph Uh, it's something that i've already done before and it was something that truly captured my heart and my mind imagination about this figure who's very prominent and yet uh, says so little in the scriptures, St. Joseph, someone that I think a lot of us know and think we kind of have a pretty good idea of him. And yet my experience was there's so much more to consider about who St. Joseph is. And I was really edified by the work of Father Donald Calloway, who put together this guide of a preparation book to consecrate ourselves. And so I wanted to put together a series to be able to walk with people who would like to do this and would like to not do it alone. It seems like so many of us are very isolated and to be able to be connected would be a, a great thing. And so that's my idea. That's my intent to be able to offer a way to walk together with people through this consecration. Um, so maybe just by way of a, an introduction, I thought I could lay a couple things out and then we can even dive into this first day. For today is the, the first day of our preparation. So a couple things is just uh, to consider what's a consecration? What what does that mean? That seems to be thrown around a lot. Um, maybe you've heard of a consecration to Jesus through Mary and now here comes Joseph and on the scene too. And what's all that about? So if I could break it down, I would define a consecration as a way to recommit myself to live out my baptismal promises to the fullest. These baptismal promises that most of us, uh, if we were baptized as infants, actually had someone else say for us. And so, yeah, what does that mean to us? Well, it's a con- Continual rediscovery of what those promises are and that identity of being a priest, a prophet, and a king claimed by Jesus Christ through the priest to be able to be a beloved son of the Most High Father. And most of us fall way short of this, right? And so a consecration is a way to recommit myself, especially under a patronage of someone like the Blessed Virgin Mary or someone like St. Joseph. Why St. Joseph? Um, and does that compete with Mary? I think we can see very clearly it doesn't, as witnessed by Jesus Christ himself, who was given most fully to Mary, as she was his mother, but also to Joseph. He was given over to Joseph um, that he was really his, his father, a foster father, as, as we'll come to discover more about what that means, um, but in a way that Joseph was really had power and authority over him, um, something that wasn't earned or merited, but destined from all of eternity that Joseph would be this man and so uh, that we might see, nope, there's no competition between Mary and Joseph and that we might give ourselves over to Joseph is a way that, Joseph, I know that you are real. I know that you are alive and I know that you want to protect me and lead me and guide me on this journey to heaven. And maybe also in this consecration to Joseph we can say and I want to be like you. (laughs) Like You're an awesome man and I want to act like you, um, have a self-possession like you have, a, a silence like you. I want to have a courage, a boldness to follow the Lord, no matter how he speaks to me, whether I'm awake or sleeping, right? Like these types of things. I want to imitate you, Joseph, um, in a way that you model a holiness that is so needed right now. Here's, um, the way father Calloway puts it that I found helpful. This is on page five of of his book. He says this, total consecration to St. Joseph means you make a formal act of filial entrustment to your spiritual father so that he can take care of your spiritual spiritual well-being and lead you to God. The person who conse- consecrates himself to St. Joseph wants to be as close to their spiritual father as possible to the point of resembling him in virtue and holiness beautiful, right? (laughs) That's it. I want to grow in holiness and I want you, Joseph, to be an important role. So with that in mind, what's this podcast all about? Um, I'm not going to do the consecration for you. (laughs) I want this to be a journey where we can do it together. And so the idea is that you would ideally do this consecration, the readings on your own. There are daily readings each and every day. My Idea was after you do the readings for the day you'd be able to listen in where we will start and end this podcast with prayer it's the most important thing we'll do and then I'd like to offer a summary and highlight some key points about what jumped out to me and maybe some takeaways for how we can better live this out and take to heart more fully who Joseph is and who he wants to be for us so um, every single time, we'll start with a, a prayer, whether it's or, uh, the Come Holy Spirit or a hymn to St. Joseph. We'll pray the litany at the very end, and we'll close with another prayer to St. Joseph. Who's this consecration for? Uh, it's for those who want to make the consecration for the first time. Um, maybe you've already done it and you want to do it again and go deeper. Great, you're invited too. Maybe you're somewhere in the middle of a consecration right now. Great, jump in. I want you to. um, Wherever you're at, if you're on the fringe or if you're already just full headlong, having already dove in, I think there's something here. I think there's something here to, to offer that we might go through this journey and end on his feast day, March 19th. How did we get here? Well, one of the things that I appreciate that Father Calloway is very in tune with is that there is a specific time right now that is for Saint Joseph, that now is a time, he says in his introduction, and that hit me as being something to really take to heart. Well what does that mean? Why would right now be a time for St. Joseph? And he has a lot of good things to, to say about, especially seeing some of the crises in our world with marriage, with family. Maybe we could talk about in the political realm of our world, all the the divisiveness. Maybe we could talk about, gosh, how about this pandemic, right? How so many people are being divided and just plagued with fear and anxiety and suffering. And there's so many people close to us who have maybe died, right? All these things we can just see like, hmm, we need help. And yet still maybe like the lingering question is, but why St. Joseph? Here's what jumped out to me um, between the lines. It's looking back to how do we get here in the first place? What does that mean? Well, this year of 2021, um, 2020 into 2021, we're celebrating an anniversary of the 150th anniversary of Joseph being named the patron of the universal church. And this is interesting, right? Because in 1870, uh, Pope Pius IX named him this, but it wasn't just naming Joseph, this patron of the universal church, whenever everything was calm and clear and just beautiful out in Rome. Actually, he says this in his promulgation. This was on December 8th, 1870, he says. And now, therefore, when in these most troublesome times the Church is beset by enemies on every side, and is weighed down by calamities so heavy that ungodly men assert that the gates of hell have at length prevailed against her, the venerable prelates of the whole Catholic world have presented to the sovereign pontiff their own petitions and those of the faithful committed to their charge, praying that he would deign to constitute Saint Joseph. Patron of the church. I, I read that and it's like, I feel like you could take that statement from 1870 and put it in the words of our pontiff today, Pope Francis, as seeing our church, um, our faithful being beset by enemies on every single side. I'm not a historian by any means, but I did a little research and just found at this time in 1870, 1870, you had this rise of liberalism, you had this rise of nationalism. The Papal States at the time were under attack. You had um Napoleon, he was on the move too. And all of a sudden, Pius IX had to actually free from the Vatican for a time. I think he went down to Naples, and then at this time, in eighteen seventy, he's actually been abandoned even by his Swiss guards, those who have been given allegiance to protect him. He is actually a prisoner in the Vatican at this time, whenever he makes this statement. So, whenever he says these most troublesome times in the church is beset by enemies on every side, he's actually speaking from a little literal my enemies are surrounding me and want to take me down. And where does he turn? To Joseph. It's amazing, right? Like, I just heard that, a little bit of that context, and was so heartened to think about in our own times of troubles, and yes, um, across the world, in our church, even in probably our own lives, that we might see Joseph as this really key person to be able to turn to, to be able to intercede for us. If you know your history, it was just a couple years after this, that Joseph actually appeared for the first time in Nock. And he didn't say anything, true to form, right? And yet he was there. He showed up. And this is like this incredible takeaway. Whenever the church actually pronounced him to be the patron of the universal church, Joseph showed up. For the first time in a way that he hadn't done in the previous almost 1,800 years, right? And so to see this invitation, Joseph wants to come crashing into our world. He wants to come crashing into our lives. He wants to protect us. He wants to actually save us. Joseph saved even Jesus. I'm thinking about the slaughter of the innocents. I'm getting ahead of myself. He's so amazing, right? And he wants to be a part of us right now too. So. If you're ready, I think it's time. Let's dive in. Let's dive into this day one and um, appreciate the the takeaway from this day. And we'll close with this most beautiful litany that will end up being our guide for almost all of these 33 days um, of each of these different titles, attributing just a different quality to St. Joseph and the incredible man that he is and that he wants to be for each and every one of us. So, this is day one. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and they shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit did instruct the hearts of the faithful grant that by the same Holy Spirit, we may be truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolations. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. We'll now pray the, pray the Veni Sancte Spiritus prayer. So come Holy Spirit, and this is so important whenever we want to make a consecration, whenever we want to recommit ourselves to these, these baptismal promises. So let's just pray this, this hymn uh, truly from our, our hearts and asking the Holy Spirit to Come and have even greater access to our lives. Come, Holy Spirit, send down those beams which sweetly flow in silent streams from thy bright throne above. O come, thou Father of the poor, O come, thou Source of all our store, come fill our hearts with love. O thou, O comforters the best, O thou the soul's delightful guest, the pilgrim's sweet relief, Rest art thou in our toil most sweet, refreshment in the noonday heat, and solace in our grief. O blessed light of life thou art, fill with thy light the inmost heart of those who hope in thee. Without thy Godhead nothing can have any price or worth in man, nothing can harmless be. Lord, wash away our sinful stains, Refresh from heaven our barren clay, our wounds and bruises heal. To thy sweet yoke our stiff necks bow. Warm with thy fire our hearts of stone, our wandering feet recall. Grant to thy faithful dearest Lord, whose only hope is thy sure word, the sevenfold gifts of grace. Grant us in life thy grace that we, in peace may die and ever be, in joy before thy face. Amen. Hallelujah! Great. Well, today, as we um, enter into this feast, we're invited to consider, just from the outset, of maybe considering our why. Why are we here? Why? Why are we doing this consecration? And um, feel free, in your own time, in your own heart, in your own prayer, to be honest. What is it that that's brought you here? What is it that you're seeking, you're looking for? And maybe also just to consider, what's my conception of Saint Joseph right now? If I were to describe Saint Joseph to someone, how would I describe him? What are those qualities that already emerge as something that, yeah, no, I know this about him, or I remember this story, or I remember the way that the Lord used him in this way and identify that. Those are are good things to hold on to before we take off and go deeper into this mystery that will ever unfold in a beautiful way. I'd like to invite you uh, to consider also what's your intentions? What are those things that you want to ask St. Joseph for? This is really important that, that we might state it from the very beginning and Maybe we'll ask the question, why would I do that? Well, because we know that because St. Joseph is real and alive, he wants to come into our lives and affect it and change it and bring about renewal and a deepening of our love or just whatever it is that's on our heart. Here's something that St. Teresa of Avila said that I found uh, beautiful and I've talked to enough people who have asked St. Joseph for different things and got it. She says, I don't remember even now that I have ever asked St. Joseph of anything, which he has failed to grant to other saints. The Lord seems to have given grace to protect us in some of our necessities, but of this glorious saint, my experience is that he protects us in them all, right? Not just in our necessities, but even in the superfluities, um, Of all those things that even might seem like, oh, I I don't want to ask for too much, like, oh, ask for it. It's St. Joseph, right? And so where are our families in need of prayer or our relationships? How about our church? Can we lift up our Holy Father, our bishops and priests, deacons, religious, for a true renewal of holiness? How about for an increase of vocations, but true vocations where men and women might have hearts after God? I gonna lift up uh, families that are just suffering in so many ways that we might have just a renewal of holy, uh, loving families, young men and women who are willing to pursue marriage and the truth of what it is. Um, how about our just people who are away from the faith that we might pray for an evangelization or those who have strayed to come back in our own lives? I present this to you. How about an increase in supernatural faith? So many of us have just taken hit after hit in our faith, and that we might ask Joseph on a simple level, but profound, increase my faith. So good things, and he wants to answer us. He wants to do all of those things. With that said, I'd like to end with a, a quote from a holy man, a French priest in the 1800s who has a great love for St. Joseph, And really appreciating the power of a consecration. He says this. This is St. Peter Julian Amard. Devotion to St. Joseph is one of the choicest graces that God can give to a soul. For it is tantamount to revealing the entire treasury of our Lord's graces. Listen to this. When God wishes to raise a soul to greater heights, he unites it to St. Joseph by giving it a strong love for the good saint. End quote. Well, that's where we're at. We want to pursue a greater devotion to St. Joseph. We want him to bring us up to the heights. Uh, for the name Joseph means increase. And so that he might increase within us a greater love of the Lord and a receptivity to his grace and mercy. With that said, let's close with our um, litany. To St. Joseph litany. I don't know if you're a big litany prayer. I've found them uh, not to be boring rote prayers, but beautiful, repetitive opportunities for deeper meditation on uh, St. Joseph or it's the holy name of Jesus, uh, the litany of Mary. And so I would just invite you, if litanies aren't your thing, consider that this is an avenue to deeper devotion, love of St. Joseph Lord, have mercy Lord, have mercy Christ, have mercy Christ, have mercy Lord, have mercy Lord, have mercy Christ, hear us Christ, graciously hear us God, the Father of Heaven have mercy on us God, the Son Redeemer of the world have mercy on us God, the Holy Spirit have mercy on us Holy Trinity, one God, have mercy on us. Holy Mary, pray for us. Saint Joseph, pray for us. Noble Offspring of David, pray for us. Light of Patriarchs, pray for us. Spouse of the Mother of God, pray for us. Chaste Guardian of the Virgin, pray for us. Foster Father of the Son of God, pray for us. Zealous Defender of Christ, pray for us head of the Holy Family, pray for us. Joseph most just, pray for us. Joseph most chaste, pray for us. Joseph most prudent, pray for us. Joseph most courageous, pray for us. Joseph most obedient, pray for us. Joseph most faithful, pray for us. Mirror of patience, pray for us. Lover of poverty pray for us. Model of workmen, pray for us. Glory of domestic life, pray for us. Guardian of virgins, pray for us. Pillar of families, pray for us. Comfort of the afflicted, pray for us. Hope of the sick, pray for us. Patron of the dying, pray for us. Terror of demons, pray for us. Protector of the holy church, pray for us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Spare us, O Lord. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Graciously hear us, O Lord. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. He has made him Lord of his household and prince over all his possessions. Let us pray. O God, who in your loving providence chose, blessed Joseph, to be the spouse of your Most Holy Mother. Grant us the favor of having him for our intercessor in heaven, whom on earth we venerate as our protector, you who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. And through the intercession of our Blessed Mother Mary, St. Joseph, may Almighty God bless, keep and protect each and every one of you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Friends, it's so good to be with you. Thanks for tuning in. If you were edified by this reflection, please subscribe and leave a comment. If you would like to support this podcast and the work of Dry Bones Ministries, please go to drybonespgh.org to make a donation or check out more of what's going on. Let's keep each other in prayer as we make this journey. We're just starting off. I'm excited to be with you and look forward to being with you again tomorrow. God bless you.